Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. The National Weather Service issued a small dog warning due to the high winds. FDA warns against infusing young people's blood to fight aging. And a New Hampshire town seeks approval to install more beaver deceivers. What are those? Well, we're going to learn something today, obviously, guys. This is Jonesy. These are the stories on the Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Yeah! That's what's up! That's what's up! The National Weather Service issued a small dog warning due to the high winds. High winds in Ohio and Pennsylvania reached such intensity that the National Weather Service issued an unusual warning telling dog owners to take caution when walking small dogs outside or else they shall be blown away by the gusts. Little dog dangerous gusts. The Cleveland branch of the services issued an unofficial small dog warning for pet owners amid gusts of up to 50 miles per hour, apparently. The uh, the Cleveland branch of the Weather Bureau told people, hold on to your pooch. Wind gusts, 45 to 50 miles an hour. A few trees may be blown down. Scattered power outages are possible. Make sure you hold on to that pooch. We have an unofficial small dog warning. <laughs> Unbelievable. Small dogs have been blown away before, in case you're wondering. <laughs> there was the case the case of Mimi. <laughs> Back in 2009, Mimi the Chihuahua was <laughs> picked up by high winds and blown out of sight of the owner, 72-year-old Dorothy Utley. Oh, poor Mimi the Chihuahua. Just blown away by a gust of wind. <laughs> oh, poor Dorothy. Never saw Mimi again. <laughs> Mimi's last words were... The Chihuahua was blown, blown miles and miles away. If you've ever seen The Wizard of Oz, that's the kind of wind gust we're talking about. Picked up the Chihuahua and dropped her off in Kansas. <laughs> this is hilarious. What is your, you're not holding on to your dog's leash? I mean, what is wrong with you? Look at if the winds are gusting at 50 miles an hour and you're not extra careful holding on to a leash, this is on you, man. And, I, you know, before I'm not going to bash little dogs. I mean, I, I was a, the co-owner of a little dog for a while. When I say little, he was like, I mean, he was like 25 pounds. It wasn't that little. I don't think a 25-pound dog is getting blown away. But, like, there's some of these little these little tiny-ass dogs that I see. They, they're, they're definitely, un, you know, 15 pounds and under. You really, mm, yeah, there's, there's a possibility for uh, being scooped up by a, by a gust. Blown to the next neighborhood. <laughs> uh, Joe Goldberg is the manager of the Dixieland Flea Market. He witnessed what happened with that chihuahua back in 09. <laughs> I love how the article went and found this. What, did you go and find the person? <laughs> they actually sent out an investigative crew to get uh, get the lowdown on the, on the dog that was blown away. By the way, the dog's name wasn't Mimi. I made that up. It's, it's actually called Tinkerbell. Uh, this guy, Joel Goldberg, who actually witnessed the Chihuahua back in 2009 get picked up by high winds and blown out of sight, said, I saw a flash. It lifted off. The dog was gone. Tinkerbell, the dog, was found after two days of searching about a mile away in the woods. <laughs> we were... I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> it's just... 
We were shocked when we found her, said Dorothy Utley. You don't know how happy we were. We love her so much. We just love Tinkerbell so much. And when that wind came and it blew Tinkerbell away and it blew up my dress. And I think the neighbors saw my knickers. I was shocked. We interviewed one of the neighbors. Oh, yeah, I saw Dorothy's underwear that day. Yep, she went to walk Tinkerbell in her uh, nightgown. And uh, she's, I gotta say, uh, it's been a while since I've seen the ass of a 72-year-old. But, you know, on that day it happened in 2009. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Here's the weird part about it. Dorothy's wearing a thong. Yeah, didn't think I'd, didn't think she'd be a, a thong person. But apparently she is. 72-year-old in a thong. Oh, oh, what happened to the dog, the chihuahua? I don't know. I was too busy looking at Dorothy's thong. <laughs> Gus, and in January this year, by the way, a chihuahua was blown into a body of water in England. A, a wind gust 30 miles an hour pushed the dog into the water, and the dog's 21-year-old owner was unable to reach it. Luckily, a volunteer swam out and retrieved the puppy. It was rushed to a vet, but unfortunately, it did not recover. The incident highlighted the potential dangers of walking dogs close to the water and said owners should keep their animals on a leash and call for help if a dog does get pushed or falls into a water. Be careful about w- walking your dog near water or around heavy winds. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is just so funny. And I know, but you know, here's the thing. People are so into their dogs that like the weather, there's a pressure on the weather organization and other organizations to put out these warnings about dogs. It's just like back in the day, it would just be like, hey, guys, strong wind, you know, make sure you bundle up. Now it's like, hey, guys, strong wind, make sure you bundle up and bundle your dog up, too. Don't forget your dog gets cold. It gets so cold, your dog. What's your dog's name, everybody? Huh? Penelope. What's your dog's name? Penelope. Penelope gets cold. You don't want her to get blown away into a body of water now, do you? The FDA warns against infusing young people's blood to fight aging. Yes, did you know you could infuse the blood of youngsters into your veins? (laughs) The Food and Drug Administration is warning against infusing young people's blood in an attempt to fight aging and other diseases. Yeah, yeah, is this a mystery? We needed the FDA to come out and tell us this is a bad idea? I can tell you right now this is a bad idea and I'm not even a scientific individual. Simply put, here's a quote, simply put, we're concerned that some patients are being preyed upon by unscrupulous actors touting treatments of plasma from young donors as cures and remedies. As an example, there's a company called Ambrosia that charges $8,000 for people to receive an infusion of the blood of young persons. While not naming any company, the FDA said such treatments have no proven clinical benefits for the uses for which these clinics are advising them, and they're actually potentially harmful. There are reports of bad actors charging thousands of dollars for infusions that are unproven and not guided by evidence from adequate and well-controlled trials. What is with this actors word you're using? It's confusing to me. There are reports of bad actors charging... You mean bad businesses? Like, what the hell are you calling it actors for, FDA? Who's writing your press releases, idiots? The agency discouraged people from participating in the practice unless it is part of a properly supervised clinical trial. Specifically, the practice in question infuses blood plasma, the liquid component of the blood. The FDA referenced reports of young people's blood plasma being touted as a treatment for conditions ranging from normal aging and memory loss to serious diseases like dementia, Parkinson's disease, MS, 
Alzheimer's, heart disease, or post-traumatic stress disorder. And the FDA wants you to know that there's no evidence that it cures any of these damn things. I thought that we were all reasonable people and we could probably come to this conclusion ourselves. But thank you, FDA. Thank you for coming to the forefront, putting your reputation on the line. Uh, what this uh, what this really means is these actors or these companies haven't paid you enough to say that this is uh, a healing process that you approve of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pay the FDA enough money, they'll tell you that, hey, yeah, you should all get this very powerful opioid to treat your headache. But, uh, you know, for right now, the blood transfusion uh, industry hasn't doesn't have the clout <laughs> to, to make the FDA agree with their with their claims of miracle healing. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a little conspiratorially, 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 conspiratorial of you, Jonesy. Yeah, well, it's true. So, and by the way, just in case you don't know, like, don't be putting young people's blood in you. Just, I mean, just come on. Like, let's just be a reasonable human being. Look it. We're all going to die. Just, just embrace the death that's coming to you. Okay. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing the rest of us when you get all these face tucks and you you get your ass lifted and then you get young people blood pumped into your body. It's embarrassing for us all, okay? Just embrace the just embrace the aging process. Realize, yeah, that's right. We're all dying. It happens to all of us, okay? Don't have to feel bad about it. It's a fact of life. Okay? If you take anything away from this little rant of mine, just it just Embrace the death that's coming to you. And don't be ashamed of it. It's something we all go through. It's like puberty. You know? And by the way, if you're a young individual getting paid to give your blood, here's, here's what I have to say. I say... I say do it. I say do it. Make money with your blood. Make money with your sperm. Make money with your eggs. However... However, you can use your body to make money as a young person. You know, I would I would donate my sperm if I could. Not donate. I would sell it. They don't want mine, though. They don't want mine because I'm too damn old. And I have, uh, I believe I have probably some, well, I mean, I have GERD. But, I mean, I'm sure there's some other medical conditions. Like, I'm short. They probably don't want the sperm of a short guy either, I'd imagine. It's not really a medical condition. It's just a condition of my organism as a whole. Um... But yeah, I say, young people, go make money. Sell your eggs. Sell your blood. Sell your sperm. Sell your hair. Whatever you need to do to pay the bills. I'm all for it. Go right ahead. These idiots that are buying it. Dummies. Paying $8,000 for young people's blood. Who do you think you are? Who, who, by the way, is that lady? What's her name? Catherine the Great, the old, the lady from medieval times who used to just kidnap all the young women, the young children in, in the, uh, in her, in her kingdom and bathe in their blood because she thought it kept her young. I think I might may have mentioned her on the show before. She's a fascinating person. I should dive deep into her history, and uh, and actually get be accurate. I don't even know if that's her name. Yay! A New Hampshire town seeks state approval to install more beaver deceivers. And if you're like me, you're wondering what the hell is a beaver deceiver. It won't be the first time the New Hampshire state legislature has discussed problem beavers. Wow, beavers is a big deal up there. I didn't know. Man, I, I grew up very close to New Hampshire. I don't remember this the beaver situation. But this may be the first time that beaver deceivers have actually come up. The town of Hoptington, Hoptington New Hampshire, Hop, Hopkinton, Ugh! fire me, 
New Hampshire wants to install one of these devices, these beaver deceivers, to put an end to months of flooding issues, but they need the state approval to move ahead. The town is dealing with a beaver issue, the the chair of the Hopkinton Select Board, Jim O'Brien, says. It's a beaver issue, (laughs) probably for about the last 18 months. The issue surrounds an old road. It's a road that has been discontinued, but the road is still used for walkers and bikers. But over the years, the beavers have taken to building a dam on top of the old road bed, which has caused, as beavers do, a lot of flooding and wetlands. It has made that road impassable. The people who own the property around had differing opinions on whether the beaver dam should stay, whether or not the flooded areas should remain, and what a long-term solution might look like. So it was hard to come to a consensus because people wanted to protect these beavers, protect the flooded area, but also have the road open for use. Oh, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too, guys. Do you want some beavers? Well, you're going to get some flooding. By the way, just want to let you know that it's been very windy in New Hampshire, and... um, so be careful walking your beaver. It may get blown away by a gust. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, so at one time, we had a proposal to go and trap these beavers, apparently. They're going to trap them and maybe relocate them somewhere else. <laughs> Hi, what's your profession, sir? Oh, I'm a beaver relocator. Yes, <laughs> I've been very busy relocating beavers because apparently people are sick of the dams. But none of the property owners would allow us to do any trapping on their property, they say. And so what we chose to do was to take down the dam by hand and then install a pipe, otherwise known as a beaver deceiver, which is really a long pipe that goes, in this case, underneath the roadbed. It's just a pipe? Wow, I thought it was something like a scarecrow, like a beaver deceiver, you know, like a fake beaver. You know, like, um, <laughs> you know, when people are hunting ducks and they put the fake wooden ducks out into the pond first? Is that an old school thing that they used to do and no longer do? Um, what do they call those? Oh, decoys. Yeah. I thought this was like a, I thought this would be like a furry little beaver decoy. I don't know. Like they, maybe they put it out near the, the dam. They put the fake beavers near the dam and then the real beavers come by and go, oh, oh, you guys are handling the dam. Oh, all right. Then we'll leave. We're, we're taking off. Okay. You got the dam under control. All right. We're peacing out. <laughs> and then, you know, and then they can take down the dam without the real beavers interfering. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, the beaver deceiver is a pipe and it acts like a culvert, C-U-L-V-E-R-T. Have no idea what that is. It allows for the water to flow between the flooded area and downstream in order to keep the water level where you would like it to be. Oh, okay. It allows the beavers, by the way, to continue to do what the beavers do, which is to live in the wetlands and to construct their damn beaver dams. But it also allows for the water to not get trapped so far behind to cause damaging flooding. Yeah, okay, so yeah, put in a, put in a beaver deaver. I mean, a beaver deceiver. <laughs> Sounds like a, a really bad superhero. <laughs> oh, here he comes to save the day. Here I am, the beaver deceiver. <laughs> you, have an, you have an invasion of beavers? I'll save you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so high. Oh, man. Okay, uh, the article goes on to say, Oh, someone wants to know, do these beaver deceivers disrupt the beaver habitat? No, no. They allow the water to flow, so some of the wetland habitat and some of the flooded area would be lessened because the water level would be maintained. But it does allow the community of beavers to have its cake and eat it too. It allows ro- oh, the, it allows the actual community to have its cake and eat it too because the beavers will stay, but it allows the roads to still be passable. and allows the wildlife and the beavers to coexist with the road. Um crazy cool all right well all right so beaver deceivers look at we're learning something today on weird af news you know and you know well we learn something every day on weird af news don't we 
I like to think that we do. At least I do. But then again, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of slow. So for me, it's all learning. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. And I want to give some love. I want to give so much love. I want to give some like Al Green love. Like, I'm so in love with you. This love goes out to Carly Heaney, who just joined the Patreon. Thank you, Carly. I give you lots of love. I love it when people join the Patreon. They become my patrons. And by the way, if you are one of my patrons, uh, you'll notice that yesterday I released a very long bonus episode, and it's crazy. There's some crazy shit in there, so get into that and listen to that. There's some, <laughs> some really weird stuff. Oh, man. And it's because I don't release it live. Like in, I, I swear a little more, and I get a little crazier on there because <laughs> I, I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but yeah, that's fun. So listen to the bonus episode. I do one of those a month on there, among other extra pieces of Weird AF-related media that you can get by joining the Patreon. How do we join the Patreon, Jonesy? You just gonna ramble on about what's on your Patreon and not tell us how to join, you piece of crap? Oh, sorry. I didn't know you cared. To join the Patreon, it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. You can do that. Check it out. Also, reach out to me. Send me some love. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Call Call the number, 646-450-2012. I got some calls last night that I'm going to publish tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, oh yeah, you can reach out to me on Instagram as well, at Funny Jones. Follow me on Twitter, at Funny Jones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I'm going to publish the call from a, from a dude I, uh, that has a podcast and is a fan of my podcast. I'm going to publish that next. And he drops a couple of swear words in there. So if you've got children, earmuffs on that stuff if you don't like it. But uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a nice fellow. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Try and keep your swearing down to a minimum when you call the show. Just FYI, guys, okay? We're trying to keep it. There's, there's, kids, there's kids around, okay? There's kids in the room. I'm out! Yo, Jonesy, you out of pocket with that easy man. It was not ridiculous, man. He had some real hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? But you funny as hell on this podcast, dog. This shit's a fucking hilarious. Yeah, that Louisville Slugger one's funny as hell. I, I've been heard that one. Dude talking about something. I hit him with my Louisville Slugger. <laughs> and did all that laughing shit. I know that sounded weird as fuck, but... Anyway, man, I just wanted to say, man, I listen to your show every day while I'm going to work on uh, the Google Podcast, you know, and... um. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm trying to do this podcast, too. My shit's called The Ron Busy Show, so check me out here and there, man. Tell me what you think. All right, man. Peace, Jonesy.